Hello and welcome to the Complete Small Business Show. I'm your host, Gus Ryan. I work at Wolfgang Digital and we make podcasts for Virgin Media Business. The Complete Small Business Show will deliver short bursts of knowledge designed to help SME owners navigate some areas of business life that might not be their area of expertise. Virgin Media Business service tens of thousands of small and medium-sized firms, and we're quite keen to offer a little extra help over and above providing broadband, landline, mobile, and TV services. And this podcast is aimed at doing exactly that. We know that small and medium businesses are the lifeblood of the Irish economy. They represent 99% of the companies active in trading, they hire 70% of the workforce, and they add about 40% of the gross value to the bottom line of the Irish economy. By their very nature, small and medium businesses are few hands doing much work. Quite often, the CEO or founder can become the de facto HR director, head of sales and marketing, or even the maker of the tea and coffee. And that's why the Complete Small Business Show is here to help. In this series, we'll be looking at digital marketing and how online promotion can help your business grow. We'll be talking to some experts from the independently owned Irish agency, Wolfgang Digital. In 2018, Wolfgang Digital won a host of domestic and international awards, including the European Search Awards for Best Large Integrated Search Agency, the UK Drum Awards for the Best Use of Data and Best Use of PPC as part of a programmatic strategy, and at the Irish Digital Media Awards, they won Best Agency, Best Search Campaign, and Best Social Media Campaign. In this episode, we talk to Michaela Simpson, Head of Content Marketing at Wolfgang Digital. In 2017, the Content Marketing Institute surveyed over 2,000 B2B and B2C businesses. They found that 77% of B2C and 78% of B2B businesses said creating higher quality content was part of the reason for their increased success in the previous 12 months. Similarly, 71% of B2C and 72% of B2B companies said the key to content marketing success was having a clear and documented content strategy. We'll hear from Michaela as she demystifies content marketing, telling us about its history, how it works, and ultimately how it can add value for your business. So firstly, Michaela, just tell us where does content marketing fit in an overall digital marketing strategy? I suppose content marketing is a bit of a minefield. Like it's it's very hard to know sometimes where to start with content marketing. So we'd often start with a client by by building a content marketing strategy with them. You know, basically just figuring out what it is they want to achieve, um, and laying out the the path for how we're going to help them achieve that. We also then get stuck into the actual content creation. You know, it could be blog posts. We've a, we've a creative department that make uh, animated video, um, infographics, ebooks, website content, email newsletters, you name it. Uh, it's all content. Uh, and I suppose the list is endless. The other important thing about, um, being a content team here in the agency is we, we kind of really sit in the middle of a lot of different digital marketing disciplines. We have to be really close to, as I mentioned, the, the creative team, um, who help us, uh, with, you know, video and graphics. Um, we need to be extremely close to the SEO team, uh, as well as the, the social team who, you know, might be, um, responsible for, distributing the content that we create you know so we just have to make sure that we we 
stay integrated with all of these other channels at all times because content content is just so central to to all digital marketing disciplines so now we know where it fits what is content marketing well i think the first thing to to point out is that content marketing isn't actually a new thing people even go far as back as far back as 1895 and pointing towards the first example of content marketing the brand that they they point towards is john deere so john deere they're the, the farming equipment manufacturers. And what they did in 1895 was really smart. They didn't just go and publish a brochure. What they did was they, they published a magazine. And all this magazine did was really reflect on the, the challenges and the, the issues that farmers had in their day-to-day work um, and produce content to try and help them with those challenges, with the ultimate goal just being to make them more profitable as farmers. And of course... Once those farmers did become more profitable, um, you know, it was time to kind of invest in more farming equipment. And who's the first brand that you think they're going to think of um, when it's kind of, when it's time to make that purchase? It's going to be John Deere. That that's actually been so successful for John Deere. Like that's still going on today. That's that's published all over the world still. They were really playing the long game with that, and you know that's still at the essence of content marketing today for SMEs. It definitely has gone through a bit of a renaissance you know, with the expansion and, and accessibility of the, the internet. And the, the reason being is that, you know, with the internet and with access to all of this information all of the time, consumers are pretty much doing all of their own research by themselves. They're self, self-directing their research um, before they even make make contact with a brand or a salesperson. 70 to 80 percent of the, the buyer's journey is kind of conducted by by themselves and by self self-research. And this is the nub of it. So that's exactly why content marketing is so important now for SMEs. If you want to be involved in that 70 or 80% of the, the decision-making process, content is how you're going to insert yourself into that conversation. So could you maybe give us an example of how that might work for another type of business? So for example, you know, I'm a digital marketer and if I was, if I wanted to offer email marketing as a service to clients, uh, which is a decision I was I was looking at a while back. I might be googling things like, you know, trying to figure out is this worthwhile. So you know, I'd be saying, what is the return on investment of email marketing? Or you know, how can I how can email marketing help me to improve personalization of my communications with customers? These are all questions that uh, an email service provider, an email software provider, could be answering for me uh, in the form of their blog, helping me tease out all of these questions along the way and then you know when it comes to me actually pulling the trigger and maybe purchasing software to help me with this it's going to be them that that I turn to. How do you know what content to create? This is actually such a great question because so much content is created whether it's by experienced content marketers, experienced digital marketers or just people dipping the toe in. So much is created that just goes to waste and the content is ultimately never seen. I think a really, really great place to start in informing what content you should be creating is to actually talk to your customers. Nothing fancy, no tools or anything like that. Think about all the frequently asked questions that you get from your customers. You know, if you're a slightly larger SME, you know, maybe it'd be worth talking to your sales team or your customer service reps, or maybe it's yourself who's got the most contact with your customers on the day to day. Just make a list of all of those questions that you get asked all of the time. That's a really great place to start when thinking about what content to create. So let's say you didn't have the budget to survey customers or you were a brand new business and you didn't actually have any customers to survey, 
Are there any online resources you could use to gain some insights? There might be a case to be made for actually hiring an SEO expert um, and asking them to carry out some keyword research for you. And this will be them going off and examining a load of complicated tools and pulling together a report, basically saying, here's the search terms people are typing into Google every day. Here's how many people are searching for them. Here's other terms that are kind of related to that. And if you create content around this, that and the other, you're going to give yourself a good chance of appearing in search when people are are querying these questions. SEO sounds really technical, almost like you'd have to have a lot of prior knowledge before diving into it. Is there any logical first steps? If you are thinking about SEO and you're, you're not really sure where to start or how advanced you want to go with it or how, commit, how committed you want to go with it, uh, committing to some keyword research and maybe an audit of your site, first of all, um, would be a, a really good place to start in helping to uh, inform your content. So what's the best content to create? A really good way to think about this is just to put yourself in the shoes of your your customer. From the moment that they experience a challenge to the journey they go on, to researching what the solution might be for for that challenge and finally, you know, what final bits of information they need when before they pull the trigger and make a purchase. And could you maybe give us a real life example of, of what you mean there? So I suppose to give a personal example, my hobby is CrossFit. So CrossFit involves, you know, a lot of swinging out of gymnastics bars uh, multiple times until your hands really, really hurt. And sometimes they'll, they'll rip and tear and it can be extremely painful. This, I know this, this is a journey that I went on where I was Googling, you know, how to treat a ripped hand when I got home from the gym that day. And after it healed a little bit better, I was thinking, you know, okay, how do I prevent ripped hands in the gym? These are all terms that, that I would have popped into Google. And I might have found some content giving me advice on that matter and pointing me in the direction of, uh, you know, gymnastics grips. Gymnastics grips could be a great way to help protect my hands. So I think, great, okay, that's interesting. Then I might start researching, okay, so what gymnastics grips are best for CrossFit and then I'll, I'll do some more research there and you know these are all challenges that a gym accessories seller can actually share their expertise on and you know really early start to enter my consideration when it comes to shopping for my grips um, and again that's that's what content marketing is all about so you know now that I'm actually considering this particular seller to buy my gymnastics grips from, I'll need content that really sells the grips I'm looking at and answers questions like, you know, how do I how do I measure my hands to make sure I'm picking the right size or how thick or thin is this material? You know, I'm not in the shop, I can't pick it up. Um, so the, the copy there really needs to, to sell and, and describe the, the product to me to really help me make my decision and eventually press buy. So is the key to content marketing answering questions? Is, is that the key takeaway? So the lesson is really just to think about all those questions, keep answering those questions all the way through, telling me about your, your offering and then finally getting to the kind of more salesy copy uh, at the very end to help entice the sale. And how do you ensure that the content you publish will get found? Again, that's, uh, that's a really critical question. Kind of as we spoke before, so much content does get created and just tumbleweeds. It'll never see the light of day. No, no eyeballs will ever land on that content. So it's really important when you're thinking about creating content, how are you going to make sure it's seen? And you can't neglect that. And um, there's two methods. There's discovery and distribution. 
So discovery is kind of, again, circling back to SEO. People are typing searches into Google. Are they going to find my content? Now, there's an awful lot that goes into SEO. It's, it is, to do it right, it's a full-time job for somebody. You know, it's, it's based on technical, technical features, like the, how your site is set up. It's based on the, the content that's on your site and how relevant that is. And it's also based on authority. So Google will have a look at signals and see, you know, are there other reputable websites across the web linking back to your website? And if so, like, Google's going to take that as a, a signal that yours is an authoritative website and you're going to get a little bump when in, in the Google rankings. So as you can imagine, it's that's not easy to do without help. But when it's done right, traffic from, from SEO is highly profitable. Um, so it is worth considering whether that's an avenue you're willing to commit to and go down. Otherwise, we've got distribution as well. And this is this is equally legitimate. Um, you will have other channels that you have at your disposal, such as your your Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube might be you might have a YouTube channel. Email, if you've got a if you've got a strong email list, you're in a really good position. That's that's a great one. And also PR. So maybe maybe you've got a story that you think might actually be newsworthy. And if so, it's always worth time um, preparing a press release and disseminating that and seeing seeing how you get on you might just get the pickup if the if the story is good there's been a lot of talk in 2018 in particular about the declining reach on social is is it still worth a shot when it comes to social media i suppose it can be a little bit more complicated nowadays as i'm sure some people might be aware that you know reaching people on social now without paying can be pretty tricky so statistics kind of show that a brand might reach if they're lucky say two percent of their of their fans on facebook when they post organically without putting any money behind it two percent so it's often worth uh putting a little bit of spend behind content that you want to really make sure gets seen the good thing about that is that you can actually target your content then to people who aren't necessarily already your followers, but you can reach new people. And Facebook's targeting is so powerful and it's a, it's a great one to look into if, if it's something that, that is of interest to you. So I guess the, the main point here is just it is so important to not just go ahead and create the content and forget about it. How you're going to get it out there should be at the forefront of your mind before you even put pen to paper. So have you got a couple of key takeaways on content marketing to make sure that SMEs don't waste their efforts? So number one, put yourself in your customer's shoes. Content marketing, it's all about them. It's not about you. I think that's the most important thing to remember. Secondly, don't rush into creating content. Take some, take some time. Think about what you're creating, why you're creating it, who you're creating it for, and how you're going to get it to them. You're going to save yourself um, a lot of time, a lot of wasted, wasted effort, a lot of wasted resources. Um, if you just take the time to be a little bit strategic about what you're doing. And thirdly, which we, we didn't actually touch on, but measurement. I think measurement is really important. This is how you can tell if your content is actually making an impact or not. Google Analytics would be a great place to start. This is uh, some code that you can just pop onto your website. Through Google Analytics, you'll be able to see you know, how, how your website's content is performing where your traffic is coming from and, and these kind of things. Google Analytics also do free training online as well. So it's very easy for anybody to get started. Uh, social media and YouTube, they also have their own built-in analytics as well. So it'd be worth jumping into those and having a look to see what content seems to be resonating. Um, ultimately, this just lets you learn continuously. 
you know, what's working, what isn't. And from there, just make smarter decisions about what content you create. And I think that's the key point. Um, always be learning, uh, always be optimizing, always be iterating um, and making smarter decisions. So there you go. Lots of great info for SMEs on the topic of content marketing. For more podcast episodes, head over to the Virgin Media Business Content Hub at virginmedia.ie forward slash business forward slash the hyphen hub. If you found this episode useful, please share it on social media or for iOS users, please give it a rating in the podcast app. This will really help other people find the show. And if you'd like to find out more about the services that Virgin Media Business provide, please go to virginmedia.ie forward slash business. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode.